It's time for Lawyers for Jesus, a show about the dynamic and exciting interaction of faith and the law, featuring the attorneys from the law firm Malkin Baker in downtown Chicago. Malkin Baker is nationally known for defending freedom and for serving the people of faith. And now, Lawyers for Jesus. Hello, welcome to Lawyers for Jesus. I'm Terry Liu, an attorney at the law firm of Malkin Baker in Chicago. We are Christian attorneys who focus on serving the body of Christ with its legal needs. To learn more about us, go to mockbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. Or give us a call at 312-726-1243. How are churches across Chicago serving their community's legal needs? Today, I'll be speaking with Michael Allen, lead pastor of Uptown Baptist Church in Chicago and co-founder of Together Chicago. Pastor Allen's mission is to grow and develop servant followers of Jesus who will bring wholeness to our city and society through God's shalom. Uptown Baptist Church recently partnered with Together Chicago and the Gospel Justice Initiative to open a Gospel Justice Center to the Uptown community. Pastor Allen, welcome to Lawyers for Jesus. Thanks, Terry. It's good to be with you. So uh, give us a little of your own background so our listeners can get familiar with you. Mm -hmm. Well, I was born in the island nation of Jamaica in the Caribbean and uh, immigrated with my family in 1977 as a young boy to Fort Lauderdale and grew up there and uh, then um, got called to ministry uh, while living and serving in South Florida at First Baptist Fort Lauderdale and went to Bible college and then came to Chicago to go to seminary in Trinity in Deerfield. And it was during those days that I actually met uh, John Mock, and uh, would come and teach a Bible study in this office when Roy Shorts was not able to be here. I would mm. fill in for Roy. He and I served together at uh, Moody Church, mm. and um, and so served at Moody Church as my first pastorate out, out of seminary as an assistant pastor to Dr. Owen Lutzer, and, um, and then really uh, continued to just serve the Lord throughout um, the city in different ministries. And the uh, Lord has really blessed and um, given me a heart for our city uh, because just, I think, in part because of the nature of how I was raised in terms of uh, coming as an immigrant as well as in a mixed uh, community in South Florida, rich, poor, middle class, red, yellow, black, and white. I've always sought to be God's person to minister to the variety of peoples that he has put in my path. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm blessed to live in a city like Chicago that is so ethnically, socioeconomically diverse and have a ministry mm-hmm. uh, to such people. Yeah, and Pastor Allen is a good friend of the firm. Um, and you mentioned diverse. Uh, I happen to also live in Uptown. Mm-hmm. Um, that's often a word that comes up uh, when describing Uptown. Now, you've been uh, a pastor at Uptown Baptist Church for the last 15 years. Mm-hmm. Can you describe for our listeners... Um, what it's like living in Uptown, and what are the sorts of things that you experience on a regular basis yeah. living there? I saw a study by a student. I think the student was either from University of Chicago or UIC. I don't remember which university, but they were doing a study on the neighborhoods in Chicago. And I believe Uptown is in the top three most diverse neighborhoods wow. in the city. In every way, you can measure diversity. So there's socioeconomic diversity. There's ethnic diversity, um, diversity between uh, the educated and the uneducated, et cetera. And so uh, I know the churches in Uptown reflect 
some of that diversity. Our church, for example, probably has about 20 different languages spoken on Sunday morning. Uh, our public schools in Uptown has about 70 or 80 different languages spoken in those public schools in Uptown. And so Uptown is, is a very, very multi-ethnic, multicultural neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, the churches in Uptown are trying to uh, reach out and minister to those uh, various people from different backgrounds. How does that diversity uh, impact the way you uh, try to approach ministry in Uptown mm -hmm. as a church? Yeah, well, for one, you learn a lot. Uh, and th I think about as a pastor trying to prepare messages every week. And I, as I think about uh, illustrations that I'm <laughs> going to use, jokes that I'm going to tell in, in my message, I'm constantly thinking about, well, how will these people hear it? How will these people interpret this illustration, this joke, et cetera, et cetera? Because it's very, very difficult to try to communicate to such a diverse uh, community in the audience. And the audience is not that big. We're talking 150 people on a Sunday morning, 175 perhaps. And, and yet within that small number of people, there are so many from so many different cultures and walks of life. So... Uh, we can have a homeless person in our congregation to a millionaire uh, and everybody in between, red, yellow, black, and white, rich, poor, middle class. It, it's a, it's absolutely amazing. It's thrilling. So uh, seeking to learn and hear from the different uh, members of our community and, uh, and walk in their shoes as much as possible to understand the challenges that they're facing and then to then say, okay, well, how do we need to change our ministry mm to make sure what we are not leaving anybody out and mm -hmm. trying to minister to those folks. So, uh, so you're a co-founder of an organization called together Chicago. Mm -hmm. Um, can you describe a little for us, uh, the work of together Chicago and yeah. how that helps to, to meet perhaps the diverse needs yeah. that are experiencing uptown. So together Chicago was co-founded by Dave Dillon and myself. And we, we really came together after 2016 when the violence spiked in Chicago. And we were meeting with influential leaders trying to understand what was happening, why the violence was, was spiking, and what we could do about it. What is the church could we do about it? And what could we do better together than we could individually? Mm -hmm. And we found that many people were asking that question. Many people were trying to get a grip on this violence and understand it and then bring to bear whatever resources we could gather together to, to try to solve or reduce uh, that level of violence in our city. So we've discovered about five different areas that we have sort of developed as initiatives to get at the root of the violence. One of them, and all of them, by the way, helps to strengthen the family because we believe that at the core of this problem of violence is the breakdown of the family. Mm. And so we're seeking to strengthen the family in these five different initiatives. One is education, helping children, especially in uh, the uh, third grade and sixth grade, those two grade levels in particular are key transitional uh, points of education where if the students are failing either in third grade or sixth grade in terms of reading in particular, uh, the statistics tell us that they drop out of school, join a gang, commit a crime, end up in a prison cell. Matter of fact, people who build jail and prison cells, that's one of the key metrics they use to determine when and where to build another prison. 
uh, is the dropout rate of kids or the, the non-reading level of third and sixth grade. So we have, we've catalyzed uh, dozens of churches in about 20 different schools across the city to target those kids and helping them to read and so on. And then uh, education and economic development and then going after the guys who are pulling the triggers, you know, uh, visiting them, giving them options and uh, helping to create jobs in the community and, and affordable housing and, and then mobilizing the church and uh, the whole prayer movement, Chicagoland United in Prayer. Um, I think that was really what led us to, um, to the birth of Together Chicago is out of that praying, people started saying, what can we do in addition to our prayers? And God began to use us and call us out to be the answers to the very prayers we were praying. Great. I'd love to come back to that. Mm -hmm. You're listening to Lawyers for Jesus. I'm Terry Liu of the law firm of Mock and Baker. If you missed part of this show or want to hear other Lawyers for Jesus interviews, visit mockbaker.com. You can also subscribe to our Religious Liberty newsletter and follow us on Facebook and Twitter for legal updates with a biblical perspective. Today, I've been speaking with Pastor Michael Allen, lead pastor at Uptown Baptist Church in Chicago and co-founder of Together Chicago, about the role uh, the church and the body of Christ can play in bringing God's shalom to the city and our society. Mm-hmm. So, Pastor Allen, before the break, uh, you were mentioning that um, really the the work and the approach of Together Chicago was born out of this prayer, this mm-hmm. desperate prayer mm-hmm. um, to try to figure out what role the church and the body of believers can play in addressing the violence in the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you describe for us w- what those days were like? Yeah. Well, they were sad on the one hand when every day we turned on the television and saw the news of another violent uh, death in our city. And, um, and so there was a sadness and then there was a, a lamenting of that, uh, that continued spiral of violence in our city. And so uh, the, then we thought, well, there has to be some hope. Where's the, where's the point of hope to the problem mm-hmm. of violence? And so as we prayed, God began to uh, reveal to us that we could do more if we did come together. Mm. Whatever, uh, what we realize is that for years, many churches, business community, uh, the government were operating basically in silos and not mm. cooperating with each other. Mm. So God began to lay in our hearts this idea, what if of collective impact? Mm. I think a Stanford University student wrote a white paper on collective impact and that uh, stated that no serious transformation or revolution has ever occurred in history Mm. without collective impact. Mm. And that is when different sectors of society come together to say, what can we do? What what do you have to help solve this problem? And what can we do? As you know, Chicago has been a very divided city for many years, um, historically, segregated in many ways, uh, geographically, uh, as well as religiously. And um, of course, you know, politically and, and racially, And so what we began to see is that people were, God was breaking down all of these walls between uh, the different things that segregated us, Mm -hmm. whether it was uh, religious. So the religious community came together, Presbyterians and Mm -hmm. Baptists and Methodists and Lutherans Mm -hmm. and Pentecostals came together to start praying. So we thought that was, we hadn't seen that before. Yeah, that's exciting. And uh, and people were coming from the north side, south side, west side. And it was so exciting to see that. And that, that, that gave us hope. Great. Coming up, we will talk further with Pastor Michael Allen. 
lead pastor at Uptown Baptist Church in Chicago and co-founder of Together Chicago about the importance of collaboration in addressing violence in Chicago. I'm Terry Liu, and this is Lawyers for Jesus. Welcome back to Lawyers for Jesus. I'm Terry Liu, an attorney at Mock and Baker, a law firm based in Chicago, which serves churches, ministries, businesses, and individuals with their legal needs. If you missed the first part of this show and want to listen online, go to mockbaker.com forward slash radio. Today, we've been speaking with Pastor Michael Allen, lead pastor at Uptown Baptist Church in Chicago and co-founder of Together Chicago, about his work in bringing God's shalom to the city and addressing the violence that has unfortunately become far too common in Chicago. So, Pastor Allen, before the break, you were talking about how the work of Together Chicago is born out of this idea of bringing together uh, groups that have not perhaps historically or traditionally mm-hmm. worked together mm-hmm. uh, to try to address larger issues. Um, you mentioned that within the church, you've seen a coming together of different denominations. Mm-hmm. Um, are you also seeing a coming together of non-religious groups to, to participate in that work? Absolutely. Uh, there's been this rare admission that we've seen in the last couple of years where the police have said, we can't arrest our way out of this problem. Hmm. Uh, we need the help of the community to, to do our jobs of policing better. And so they are wide open for ideas and for collaboration with uh, the community and different aspects of our community. And so, for example, one of the ways we work and partner with the police is through a initiative called Custom Notifications, where we uh, the police have identified the young men in our community that are pulling triggers. And then they team up with people like me who go with them. So the commander will schedule visits to go visit the top five or 10 guys in their neighborhood that are, are at risk of being on either end of the gun, either mm-hmm. as a perpetrator of violence or a victim of violence. And we go and the police gives them a stern warning to put down the guns and the drugs or else. And then they turn and introduce me and I give them a message of hope mm. to say, yeah, if you do put the guns and drugs down, here's what you can pick up instead. Here's what we'd like to place in your hands as a, a roadmap and steps toward uh, peace and shalom and justice and and prosperity in your life and security. Mm. And so uh, we have uh, many different social service organizations that work with us to help provide the resources these guys need to make different decisions. Mm. And, um, and so that's one of the most effective uh, means by which we're seeing a double-digit decline or decrease in the gun violence. In the last two years, we've seen a 20% reduction of violence each year. Mm. Our goal was uh, 10% per year for the next 10 years. And so mm. far, uh, the Lord has blessed us to see uh, twice as m- many uh, points down in violence than, uh, than we had hoped originally. Wow. So. Um, God apparently was saying, hey, why don't you have a little more faith uh, <laughs> to see me at work here? So, yeah, it's exciting. So mm-hmm. we've seen that uh, collaboration between the police and then the business community is also mm-hmm. saying we want to be engaged and involved. What what can we do here? Here's what we have to offer mm-hmm. uh, to help with that. And that is uh, being willing to take a risk and employ uh, people who uh, may not be previously employable. Uh, for obvious reasons with their criminal background. And they're saying, no, we think we should we should offer employment, second, third, fourth chances mm-hmm. uh, to these young men to give them an opportunity to help themselves and to get out of not only poverty, but a life of crime. 
And so uh, the business community is wanting to join in and, and help out. Some of them are willing to relocate their businesses. Uh, we've got a situation where Rush Presbyterian is trying to localize a half a billion dollars of supply chain spending, mm-hmm. and they've asked us to help them do that. And so we're teaming up uh, Rush Presbyterian with um, min- minority business owners and entrepreneurs who are looking for opportunities to grow their businesses on the near west side mm-hmm. and, uh, and getting a piece of the, the huge pie mm-hmm. of uh, business contracts that uh, Rush Presbyterian has. And they, Dr. David Ansel has written this book, The Death Gap, which is an incredible book I, I commend it to your listeners to, um, to understand the reasons why there's such a huge gap in life expectancy mm-hmm. within just a few blocks from each other of communities. And, mm-hmm. and part of that is, um, is the violence. Part of that is, is eating habits and, and, uh, the, you know, poverty of thinking part of that is crime, uh, related. And, uh, and again, the breakdown of the family. So we're helping to address those issues by partnering with police, partnering with business community, mm-hmm. partnering with churches mm-hmm. all over the city. Uh, to get at this issue of, of violence and reduce it. Yeah, I'm really struck by by just listening to you talk about how complex uh, these issues are and how they require a very holistic approach. Yes. Yes. Um, can you talk a little bit about uh, the piece that legal aid clinics might mm-hmm. play in addressing some of these issues? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's a very important part of the piece. Once a person gets engaged in the the legal system at first, oftentimes, you know, about 70 to 80% of all legal cases are civil, but oftentimes if those civil cases aren't addressed and solved, the person may commit a crime and then it becomes a criminal case. Mm -hmm. And so our gospel justice centers that are being set up now, I think we have about nine or 10 of them around the city. They're set up in neighborhoods where there is, uh, a need for them where people don't have access to affordable legal representation or affordable legal advice. Mm-hmm. And so we open up the doors in a, in a, a church, a local church in those neighborhoods. An attorney comes and give pro bono time. We charge a really small fee. We call it a dignity fee of $30. And the person, if they can't afford that, we say, hey, what can you afford? Can you do 20 Can you do 15 we want them to pay something um, because we want them to have a little stake in solving their own issues as well. And so uh, then that person is able to get the help that they need. And they really begin to realize that there is hope for me and that the justice system works for people like me. Mm-hmm. See, many people have this narrative in their heads and maybe even the, the media perpetuates it, that the system doesn't work for the poor. Mm. This American dream is not the dream for the poor. If you live in this zip code or this neighborhood, or if you're in this social class, you are relegated to no hope for you Mm -hmm. because America's system of justice and righteousness only works for if, you know, the middle class and up. And we we're rewriting that narrative in the minds of people when they mm. come to our justice centers to realize that, mm. yeah, I, I can have a shot at getting justice and help for my situation. Mm. You're listening to Lawyers for Jesus. I'm Terry Liu of the law firm of Mock and Baker. If you miss part of this show or want to hear other Lawyers for Jesus interviews, visit mockbaker.com. You can also subscribe to our Religious Liberty newsletter and follow us on Facebook and Twitter for legal updates with a biblical perspective. Today, I've been speaking with Pastor Michael Allen, lead pastor at Uptown Baptist Church in Chicago and co-founder of Together Chicago, a 
about uh, the important role uh, gospel justice centers uh, are playing in the work of Together Chicago. Um, so, Pastor Allen, um, in mentioning that that you've begun to to open these gospel justice centers um, and the important role they can play in addressing and rewriting old narratives, um, you know. Have you been able to witness the impact that these centers have had on the communities they've been located in? Yeah. So when we have our uh, our gospel justice center open, we're going to be asking the questions about how do I get how do I get my taxes abated? Mm. You know, property taxes are going skyrocket. You know, um, way past I think the the uh, the gun violence rate, which is another tragedy in our city, and so many people are leaving our our state because property taxes are so high. And so uh, we're going to get some legal support for people who want to know, how do I appeal my property taxes? So that's one. Mm. And uh, and then we have folks asking about, how do I get my criminal records expunged or sealed yeah. so that I can get on with my life and not that not be an ax on my back for the rest of my life? And so uh, we'll have attorneys answering those questions uh, for people that gives them uh, some relief. Other folks want to know how to deal with custody issues with uh, with children uh, where there's been a, a divorce or separation of some kind and they, they want help to know what their rights are, uh, whether it's uh, father's rights or mother's rights or visitation rights or so on and so forth. And, and they just don't know. And they're wondering, is, um, is there help for them and can they solve this situation? Um, and so we're seeing uh, folks asking questions along those lines mm -hmm. and getting help and direction. And again, we're seeing the light return in their eyes where they realize that there's hope for them uh, and that the, that there is there are laws in place that actually brings relief to their situation. Other people are dealing with parking tickets and moving violations. Uh, and as you know, the city of Chicago is rethinking the whole situation with those red light cameras. Uh, at the corners, they're actually changing that, but but people often don't know that mm -hmm. those things have been changed and and what the recourse is for them if they have outstanding tickets. And so, uh, these are uh, common things that we're seeing uh, come up in conversations when people come through our doors for our Gospel mm -hmm. Justice Center. Yeah, and uh, my understanding is that Uptown Baptist Church recently opened a Gospel Justice Center, and they're providing legal aid. Um, and there are also a lot of opportunities for non-attorneys uh, mm -hmm. to provide volunteer hours, uh, to be a listening, compassionate ear, and mm -hmm. to offer prayer. Mm -hmm. Pastor Allen, thanks for speaking with us today. How can people learn more about Together Chicago? Well, you can go to our website, togetherchicago.com and learn ways that you can partner with us and get involved, whether you're a business person or you work with the police or you are part of the police or in government or you're in the local church somewhere, you can be engaged and involved to help reduce crime in one of several arenas that we're working in. And so we welcome your participation and questions. It's a great encouragement. If you have a legal need or a question and want the perspective of a local Christian attorney, contact us at Mock and Baker. You can reach us at 312-726-1243 or at mockbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. On our website, you'll find our Lawyers for Jesus podcast. And you can also subscribe to our Religious Liberty newsletter for legal updates. Thanks for listening. I'm Terry Liu, attorney at Mock and Baker, and this is Lawyers for Jesus. Have to save somebody.
Yes, indeed, you're gonna have to serve somebody. 